0: On stage, on chill stage, on the, the chill
1: Tonight, we welcome Frankie Boots and the County Line back to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. A few months ago, the band threw a party in this very building to celebrate the release of their new full-length LP, Leave the Light On. They have shared the stage with greats like Robert Earl Keane, Leon Russell, and Pokey Lafarge, and for two years in a row have been voted Best Band in the North Bay Bohemian. This is a band that, in their own words, paints images of late nights, lost love, and the grittier side of life. Hopefully tonight, we'll explore all three of those things <laughs> in-depthly. Please welcome to the program, Sonoma County's own Frankie Boots and the Absolutely. County Line.
2: Thank you. Man, what a pleasure.
1: So this is a, a special kind of moment in the band's history. Uh, the band was formed 2012, and you're planning a move pretty soon.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, well, uh, we're my girlfriend and I are going to move down to New Orleans for a little bit and uh, see how that goes. Um I love it here. Uh, I've lived here my entire life, whether it be here in Sonoma County or San Francisco. And, you know, at 35 years old, I kind of feel like I want to experience, like, another culture and just see, I mean, culture, at least in America. You know, um, the South is a very different place, and New Orleans into itself is different like little microcosm of that you you had a chance to play there already i think for sure i mean you know the whole thing about the south uh and like southern hospitality (laughs) it's a real thing you know it's you get down there and and people kind of welcome you into their home and people are are stoked that you're in their town Mm -hmm. and not that that doesn't happen out here but i I think down there just people kind of move a little bit slower just as a, you know in, in a good way and uh and are, are a little more appreciative of of things sometimes especially with live music there's really a culture for it and then the yeah. type that we play goes over really well there
1: but, but this is a symbolic moment because you played with a number of these folks mm-hmm. for a really, really long time
2: and absolutely now headed out. yeah i mean with the caveat that i'm going to be back quite often uh, i mean we generally tour you know every other month or or we would like to and uh so I plan on coming back pretty often and, and doing runs along the West coast. That's another part of it is that being able to move out there is kind of like setting up a franchise down the South. Like, I feel like we have a pretty solid like fan base. I mean, obviously we're trying to grow it constantly uh, on the West coast, but these guys are going to be here. And I mean, I, I hope they want to continue uh, to play with me, but fly back home and, and do a run and fly back out. It's with a few hundred bucks back and forth. It's not too crazy. So I, 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 I would like to try to remain uh, a, constant, like a continuous you know, performer on the, on the West Coast as well.
1: Is part of leaving the area also because you feel like you've outgrown the area a little bit? Oh, absolutely not.
2: No. Uh, I mean, part of it is because you know, down in the South, uh, just since it's so old, the way that it's set up down there is that you, know, you can drive an hour and a half and be in a new market or drive an hour or two hours. Everything is like, kind of set up really close together. On the West Coast, you know, you can still do it, but it's like you drive four hours, five hours. If you drive east, you get past Nevada, it's pretty tough to find some yeah. gigs out that way. Um, you can really tour efficiently out there. But, uh, I mean, a lot of it is the cost of living here is yeah. kind of really taking a toll. And uh, <clears throat> and so I think that we all, y- anybody at this table here who is kind of working as a full-time musician also has a side Side things that they have to do to kind of make ends meet, it's just like the the name of the game living here. the cost of rent is expensive, gas is expensive, everything is expensive mm-hmm. and so I think that that also takes a toll on the artistic community. I think San Francisco is a perfect example of that, and I think it's kind of moving <laughs> outward and uh one of another big reason is you can really live down there and, and be a professional musician. um mm-hmm. We went on tour earlier this year, and I mean guys were owned their houses down there and played just as much if not less than uh than we do or josh does i mean how many days a week do you think you play on average four or five three or four three Three or five sure sure yeah yeah and like (laughs) guys are playing down there doing the same thing he's doing and they own their houses and they're living comfortably getting paid yeah Yeah. and um and and i don't you know uh, it's it's a a conflict for myself too because i love it here and i don't want anybody to to think that i'm banning it or giving up hope because that's not it at all um, I think that for me personally, who has, I've never lived anywhere else, so I want to experience something else, and at 35 years old, it's kind of the time to do it, um, and I also think that it could be a really great way for me to be able to move and focus fully on music and not have side jobs, you know, where I have to go, like, you know, do some manual labor or do this or that, you know, um, which I which I kind of do to have to make ends meet and, and being able to fully focus on music and, and live comfortably sounds pretty nice.
1: You spent some time as a bartender.
2: I did. Uh, <laughs> I did. did that influence <laughs> your
1: songwriting aesthetic?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, y- I think as a bartender, you really get to see a side of humanity that a lot of people don't get to see in the nature of, of, of people. Um, you see some really good stuff and you see some really ugly stuff. And it can become part of you in a way, you know, you because
1: you're spending so much time with these people. Absolutely.
2: And uh, there's the local bar that you can work in, uh, which I kind of started. I would start off working at Negri's out in Occidental Oh yeah. and, uh, and and love the people there. But uh, anytime you have a local bar or something like that, you have the same guy who comes in every day and you're going to hear the same stories from him every single day. So that can be so monotonous, you just want to beat yourself over the head <laughs> with a Jameson bottle, and you do, like figuratively and literally sometimes. Well, at least it's Jameson, you know. Mm-hmm. But you also get the random person who walks in and becomes a friend of yours for the next twenty years, so, um, or at least the next fourteen. But uh, I, it's a it's a real give and a take, and you can see some really ugly stuff, fights. I mean, I tend to bar in the city. I also tend to bar in Occidental. So between the two, I feel like I was doing research. At that point in my life, <laughs>
1: you know, uh, it does feel like the themes that run through your songs yeah. could have come from uh, a small Certainly. tavern, yeah, and and or maybe the person sitting at the bar stool <laughs> <totally. laughs> telling <laughs> me about all the things that went wrong, and you're absolutely. like, hold on a second, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, take we, a couple we, notes. This here. is good stuff. <laughs> Let me get this down. Did you ever find out like a guy who comes in every day for 15 years? do you mm-hmm. ever find out the backstory about what life was like before?
2: Oh, absolutely. They yeah. tell you that. Oh yeah, I mean, I've heard just crazy crazy stories of people who like were extremely wealthy and lost it all you know lost things in a divorce i've heard people tell me stories of going to prison you know like leavenworth and and, and was friends with that guy and was a really nice guy and, and he would come in and regale me with stories of like fights in the yard and stuff and i was like what you you know i mean it's crazy and then you get the other thing about tending bars, you get everybody's opinions too. you know, everybody wants to tell you what they think the world should be and who you should be and what you should be doing. And as a bartender, it's kind of your job to, to listen to it. You know, you're not supposed to, there's certain bars you can work in where, you know, you have the final say, but there's other places you work where you kind of have to put up with whatever they want to give you. So throughout all that, you can learn a lot if you kind of try to keep your mind open to it. And, uh, and, and, I mean, just hearing people's opinions on the way it was back in the 70s and things were a simpler time in the 60s and all this stuff. And everybody, it's kind of like you're taking all these people's knowledge and the things that they've gained and they're kind of giving it a little bit to you. So you can learn a lot from the 80-year-old man at the end of the bar and you can learn a lot from the chick who turned 21 that night who's got a tiara and spilling drinks on (laughs) herself,
1: you know. Do you feel jaded? Mm,
2: I don't think I feel, mm, I don't know if I feel jaded. I think that there's a lot of stuff out there to see but i think that i've maintained such a similar landscape for so long i've lived the house i live in now i've lived in for like the last eight years and i feel sometimes that i it's becoming less inspiring to like look at the same stuff see the same things walk out the same front door every day and that can take a toll on me and you know i i I I'm thankful for everything that I've done like that's good or bad and uh, and I'm ready for more stuff that's either good or bad I just want something different you know
1: your lyrics um, on your latest album Mm -hmm. just zoomed out uh, it it seems like um, a character whether it's you or whether it's somebody else who uh, has a lot of like emotional scar tissue and it's just yes. kind of like, well, I've done some bad stuff and I've yeah. done some good stuff, and I'm just yeah. gonna reflect a little bit on it. Yeah, that.
2: I, th- I think that a lot of the time I draw on that because you know my my 20s, especially my early 20s, were pretty were pretty bad. You know, I mean, my mom, you know, told my my girlfriend's my current girlfriend's mom like uh, when they met, she's like, oh god, we're just so happy. We didn't think he was gonna live to see 25, so it's just so nice that he's here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and my girlfriend's mom was like. Okay, <laughs> I think so. And, uh, honey, 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 could we just have a minute here Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, I, I, it's, you know, I've come pretty close to dying. Like, I, this gal shot me with a pellet gun one time and collapsed my lung and came like that close to my heart. You know, I was in the hospital for a few days, and this is all, like, drinking-related. I pretty much did it to myself. But, uh, and just a lot of really close calls, a lot of stints in jail, you know, and and being in and out, like, on these alcohol related offenses and stuff. And just being a young person who didn't really think that anything was ever going to happen to them, you know, and that, and that was like a big part of uh, from about when I was like 16 to like, you know, 25 was, was probably a, a lot of like, I'm sure I feel so bad for my parents. I'm sure they're going to watch this and I apologize, but uh, you know, up. I didn't, didn't talk yeah. to my dad for a long time and, and and didn't talk to either one of them for a long time. And, and that was kind of stuff that I look back on and I regret and so there's always going to be a feeling of, like, you know, could have done better, like, wish I would have done better. But at the same time, it kind of makes you who you are. And, like, I mean, I've just tried to do my best with, like, drawing upon that and building on it and,
1: you know. But they're yeah. still here, right, your folks? Yeah. Yeah, get yeah. that apology in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like, we're
2: we're the best of friends now, you know. I mean, we, we've, it's, you know, taken years and uh, to kind of get to where we're at now and i mean there, it was a rough patch but um but like we're you know they're the best and they've been nothing but supportive of, of what i've done especially you know at 30 years old i'm like i'm gonna be a musician guys <laughs> <laughs> like what aren't you supposed to do that when you're like 22 or something well, like, what? you know, what's wrong with you i didn't i didn't know a, <laughs> i didn't know a lot of that history and i'm sure there's a lot of other exciting <laughs> yeah. history to share but
1: yeah. um i i just wonder if you would be as uh successful and effective in mm. this role that you fulfill now yeah. without that history no i mean
2: I, yeah I, I don't think so i mean i like uh now i i call it my my research period you know uh because i When I was younger, I just took for granted the fact that I was young and I was healthy and I was just going to – I had so much time, you know. I I wish that I could go back and just, like, talk to myself and be like, listen, dude, I mean, cool, do your thing, but maybe, you know, pick a path. And I was always very interested in, like, creative things and, like, want to be a writer, and that was kind of – and that, like, kind of led into songwriting. But I just wish I would have had a little more urgency. But at the same time, I look back on that and I'm like, well, I mean, what would I have to say – you know when you're younger you don't have a lot to say sometimes because you haven't really figured it out and i think that all that like fast living and kind of like really crazy times gave me a lot to talk about i don't think i would have been able to do this what i'm doing right now without those times yeah i just think
1: i think that you know when i hear you sing those things and you guys all know the songs and tom you've spent some time with it today Mm -hmm. i mean it just I don't know, I believe
2: you. I would like to make a very clear point here that that I grew up with every opportunity given to me and I put myself in these positions. I, it was not like I had a terrible uh, upbringing or anything like that. I, I want to make that a point because, uh, l- you know, from the outside looking in, this could be... A, I, I, I had all the options, best, you know... Chances in the world, and th- these are all things that I kind of put myself in through a series of bad decisions.
1: This may be too personal of a question, and we'll just cut it out if it doesn't work. Uh, in retrospect, having emerged from the rough period, mm-hmm. do you have insight as to why you were so prone to self-destruction?
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, I think that um, when I was growing up, so my mom uh, was a superintendent of the school district in Ronan Park, Ittati, and I grew up going to school there, and... So it was very important that I always got good grades, and you know they encouraged me to always do my best, and, and it was great, you know, for a lot of years that worked out well, and teachers were like, oh, you're gonna go, you're gonna have this teacher, you're gonna have this teacher, and so there was a lot of years in my life when anything less than like an A was like unacceptable, you know, and um, so once I got to high school, and I kind of, you know, you get to that point where you can. Start making some conscious decisions for yourself to be a different way if you want to, and realize that the, the blowback that you're going to get from it might be worth it because you get a little freedom out of that, and you gives you a little more life to even do it even more. And so when I got to high school, I, I think that a lot of years of just having a lot of pressure to, you know, be in all these uh, honors classes and be in gate and all this stuff, I think it just got to me, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. So. I started cutting a lot of classes and smoking a lot of weed and drinking and hanging out with, uh, you know, not not bad people at all, you know, but people with similar interests at the time. And uh, and so I think I was pushed so far in one direction that I couldn't wait to just go super far the other direction. And that caught on and that took really well. And it turns (laughs) out I'm pretty good at drinking. So. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I took that and I ran with it for for a lot of years and I got really good at it <laughs> towards the end there. And I'm still pretty good at it, but just not with the same kind of gusto in the same direction, but
1: less intensity. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And um, but so I think that that was kind of what 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 pushed me in that direction was just trying to be the opposite of what i was you know what you
1: were of, being told you had yeah, to yeah it was
2: like you're gonna go to college and you're gonna be in these honors classes and stuff i was like oh you think so huh well i mean what's this <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna graduate high school <laughs> <Maybe not. laughs> so uh yeah and, and i mean you know that and that was uh and that's where kind of the rub was with me and my folks and they're good people and i mean i would not want to have to deal with me at that point either you know i, I feel bad for them and just like Well, you know, it was what it was and it it just kind of all came full circle. And and I think that that's kind of what led me down that path. And, um, you know, once I got going down that path,
1: Josh, you and I were to show here like a month or two ago. Yeah. And we were talking about this move that Frankie's doing. Yeah. And you were kind of talking about how it was uh, significant because you have such musical history with him. Yeah.
2: I feel like. Frankie and I went to college together almost. I mean neither of mm-hmm. us went to college. But uh <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I feel like uh w- we learned how to be in a band together. Not that I mean I had been in bands before but not not outside of a garage kinda. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh I feel like uh, you know, I, I mean I learned to play upright bass w- with Frank and I learned to play guitar with Frank. Um And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it'll be, it'll be weird to not have this band in, in, in my life in such a big way after, uh, so long that it's been such a big part of, uh, my day to day, you know?
1: You kind of learn to be like, Adult musicians together In some ways Yeah yeah. You were all musicians Before knowing each other Yeah I can't speak for everybody else On the table Yeah. true But but, you know I mean (laughs) you played in Plenty of other bands But you know Some of the stuff you've done In the last three years Is a lot more than the stuff You did in the three years prior Yeah Yeah. And he's been a He's been a character I I think
2: uh, I mean to chime in On that subject too You know like I mean we You know booked Some tours together Which was like the first time I'd ever done that You know And uh, and kind of played I mean I'd really never played anywhere aside from, uh, I mean, like 2010 or 11 was probably when I like played my first like actual shows with like a band, you know, and uh, and so it was all pretty new to me, and then I think Josh was kind of still
1: picking up like the upright bass. and uh, Which might be inspirational to people, because that was what, you were 28, 29 when that happened? Yeah, like yeah.
2: 28, 29, and uh, that's what, you know, like I'd say if you want to do something, just do it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, life is too short. I mean, it could all be over tomorrow. And on top of that, if you feel passionate about something and your heart's in it, you'll you'll succeed. You know, you just gotta believe in yourself and keep on doing it. And and uh, and even if it's like, you know, eking out a living, just making twenty thousand dollars a year, and like eat, nice. you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like and you <laughs> eat food for, for you know, you're eating at your venues yeah, and true. stuff. Yeah. You get people. The artist's lifestyle, I think, is richer than just whatever your annual income is, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, the potential for reinvention, I think, is something people feel like for they sure. lose when they're like 25, for 30 sure. and above. They, yeah, I, 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 I can't yeah. tell you how many, and I bet yeah. you hate hearing this as much <laughs> as I do. I can't tell you how many people I know who are like in their late 20s who are like, oh, I'm so old. As, yeah. As, if, oh, as totally. if the door's just closed. Yeah. yeah totally. we can't add anything I mean, new to the book.
2: I saw mm-hmm. people in their 40s here, when I say that, when I'm 35, you're like, oh, I'm a million years old now. And you're like, dude, what
1: is that? I, I just think the potential for reinvention in your personal life yeah. and also you doing that and then affecting these other four individuals is a yeah. beautiful thing
2: i really appreciate it and i i hope that uh well i hope it doesn't that this doesn't come off as like a, a farewell to the frankie person like in what county or something is no, not no. what i want it to be but um but I do appreciate it, and I, and I think that it's just going to be um, a new step in in another direction, and, and I think we'll all go there together. I, well,
1: I, I think what yeah. this is is it's just like when anybody else comes on the show. This is yeah. just a line in the sand where yeah. we were at in 2016. For sure. So, yeah. th- <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us tonight yeah, and going so deep on this stuff. Totally. Um, it's a pretty exciting thing to watch. Thank you. And to everybody listening. Stick around, stick around because you. my goodness, you can hear what we've been talking about. <laughs> you can hear what we've been talking about. The reason <laughs> to be Frankie Boots and the County Line is going to play us a, a bunch of songs. So stick around for that. And once again, thank you guys so much for joining yeah, us. Thank, us. You thank you guys.
2: This has it. been the best. Thanks, friends.
0: Take too long, we got to the end of the song. Yeah, we're going out tonight, we're gonna have a surprise. There's a few things that we do well in the bedroom all by ourselves, but we're out so much, we're running so fast. Here yeah, we're living every night. Well, I get so last. Here we go. Couple truths you need to know. I'm a tumbleweed. I don't ever stay at home. I'm alive, why, baby. I'm ready to blow. We've been drinking for months on end. I've been hung over don't know when over oh, there's a brown girl. Me and I say, so, well, you get crazy and I start to go. Well, you promised me, baby, you never let it stop. And I swear, I'll fill your glass right to the top. of oh, hey, we build them up. We turned out every damn
1: night out on this town.
0: Well, now, don't you threaten me, mama, with a good time. don't live to see tomorrow put on your best dress and let's forget your sorrow it's our last chance And driving up and down the state, Selling my wares indeed But I ain't got the same load As these truckers next to me In the back old Tortuga Could buy me some years Either living comfortably Or in that penitentiary Well I had myself a woman And I have myself a job But I couldn't buy Granddaddy, blueberry, bubbleberry, old jean, head, new Ash, plant, out, yeah, green, crack, jack, blast, pineapple, punch. No, in the lines, number nine, that big but won't you take me slow every way I go, my turtle. Take me slow
1: every way I go, my
0: turtle. So I'm moving to the rest stops and all the gas station. To my radio Sweating missiles everywhere I go Wax I had salads and friend, daddy, blueberry, Bubbleberry OG and do good I sled I'm K green crack jack glass pineapple punk huh? Northern the lines nine, that big bud. Till I come home Till I come home Won't you find me another place That I can lay low that I can lay low Take me from this road Save me from this road Let me know I'm straight. But the lights are dead in your eye. Right. I can tell by the way the conductor yells, at, It's all that's right. And it always it, it, been a good one, it's been a long one, that's for sure.
1: It all seems so surreal, but you know, what we're heading for. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Baby, we've been riding this rusty carousel It's young and it was fun Quite some time But you can't ride Free forever without Spending a dime So we sunk Every last thing we had Into all that we ever knew Ain't never been enough And you know that we're over Oh, Baby we've been Riding this rusty carousel Keep, mama, but I'm happy. this life If you're gonna act dumb well You gotta be smart. Laugh at all my jokes Put up with all my smoke take just another teary cheek I left off in the dark But a heart beats In this past somewhere But nobody, nobody knows just how to get there. Ain't been seen in so many years, but I feel like it's near. Some bad behavior, no savior, Begin without. Silver line, but I'm gonna get it right The after party and the late night freaks, I can't beat them, so I join them But please, leave the light on Leave the light on for me These ballroom stages keep me out all night But I'll be home. sing you a lullaby If you leave the light on I'll tuck you in tight When I'm swerving home all alone It's the only thing inside It's Buddy Mary's When you're coming my nightcap when you're hitting your lawn, leave the light on, and I'll follow you into the dawn, yeah, Cause I get caught up in my liquor store. Demons at the door. When I crawl in your arms they can't harm me no more. Smell your hair, go your lips, I can taste them from here now. But don't I know? Something I put my eyes on. Out in this tempest, distressed, I need a light on in the horizon. I need. now. Flop house sweet ain't never swept me off my feet to so leave a lot of And I won't make a peek. If you wait, don't hesitate. boys left us no choice now we gonna have to do the dawn it's getting late it's getting wrong oh no. making these eyes all day and night now we gonna have to do the dawn yep. Now, just friends don't talk Just friends with fading hand And a second thought we'll meet again A coincidence, I think Because you and me, baby, gonna do it oh. all Second Chance it all. serious ways. So we're going to have to do the dawn. We're going to have to do the dawn. We're going to have to do the dawn. Oh, yeah, now we're going to have to do the